Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Damn, that's not going to work. <sighs> <laughs> Already? That's how it's that. I, You know, I was going to play Unchained Melody in the oh. beginning of it. But all of a sudden, it's asking me if I'm a robot and... <laughs> What traffic lights are there? And oh, you got the traffic light. Thing. What the frig? I just want to listen to the song. You <laughs> anyway? Uh, good morning. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me is the Professor Lou Blasi. Are you channeling the uh, dead Evely brother now? Is that what you're trying to do? You know, didn't one of them die? What last week or did he? I think so. I don't know. Recently. Did do you know the words Unchained Melody? Do I know it? Yeah, yeah. Give me a few bars. You can say it if you don't want to sing it. I don't care. Oh, you can sing it. Uh, oh, no, I'm blanking right off the. <laughs> you crack me up, Lou. You like me more than I think. <laughs> no, I mean I I know it, but yeah, I know. Put me on the spot to come up with a lyric or something. Oh, look at he's going. Okay, I'll, I'll dig that up in the computer. That's fine. Don't do it. It's not. It's not okay. that big. <laughs> So, anyways, today's the anniversary of Patrick Swayze's death. Oh, okay. Pan pancreatic cancer. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, so that's why I was going to open up a little bit of Unchained Melody, because that's from the movie Ghost. Ghost. Right. Yeah. Which is probably, uh, you know, it's a great chick flick. Uh, Would have been my, th at least my third movie, Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah, it's not. Dirty uh, Dancing. Road oh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Oh, Dirty Dancing is an underrated movie. That's a great movie. Jan likes it. I'm, I was never into it. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's Demi Moore too, right? No. Who's that? Jennifer Grey. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Grey. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway. And, and uh, Roadhouse. Sam Roadhouse. Elliott. Roadhouse. <laughs> Which is one of those corny. It's not a good movie. No. But it's fun and it's... Oh, uh, yeah. You still like it anyway. I think so, too. Yeah. So, anyways, that's totally screwed up on my, my tire <laughs> opening... Uh, everything is just like messed up, and so why are we? Why are we? Uh, because it's the anniversary of his death, or yeah, well, let's talk about ghosts. You've often said ghosts is the most you think one of the most accurate representations. Yeah, that's one of the one of the paths I was going on. But it's also, uh, I mean, Patrick Swayze supposedly got Whoopi Goldberg that role. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It was and, a good choice. It was not a bad cast. Yeah. No, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, and. Uh, you know, so I, I was looking about this because I heard, and of course I can't find a damn thing, um, that Whoopi was visited by Patrick Swayze after he died. Oh, really? In fact, he, she was kind of pestered by him. Really? Yeah. So he finally, just leave me alone. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how true that is. I, I can't find it. I was looking everywhere on the freaking internet this morning. but See, that would make a great reality series. Just yeah. if if Patrick Swayze had lived and they became a couple, uh -huh. that would have been a great reality series right there. Uh, Patrick Swayze and Whoopi. Whoopi's not my favorite. Have you seen the new series coming out, Ghosts? 
that I was going to into okay. that. Okay. Right, yeah. No, that's fine. But yeah, you like Whoopi? Uh, I like her as an actress. I like some of the stuff she's. I don't done. like your political views. Yeah, I don't no. like her political no. views. No. But anyways, yeah. Okay, so yeah, she was Guinan in Star Trek: Next Generation. Yeah, she, she did, did that well great. there. She yeah. did well. Yeah, she did well in Ghosts. Yeah. She did well in what's that other one? Uh, was it Priest uh, Nuns or something? Oh, she was in. I yeah. Wasn't she something going on with nuns? Yeah. Yeah, those singing nuns. Yeah, what the heck was that? Yeah. What was that show? Damn. I wouldn't be disappointed if Whoopi had never happened, but. <laughs> Uh, she's all right i mean, I, mean I, I wouldn't go that far that was that's pretty pretty deep <laughs> no i meant like if i if her miss if her movies disappeared or she never ended up in these movies it wouldn't bother me she's not a generational talent or anything like that she's got some good i mean she plays her role uh that's terrible i'll probably get called for racist now because i said she plays a role excuse me well role in an acting sense yeah, yeah. exactly uh she plays a role well i mean she does a kindly person in uh, star trek right yeah yeah she's pretty and uh you know she's funny and um ghost mm -hmm. i i like her pod she's she's funny there and that's a riot actually with all the ghosts coming in while she's doing her things <laughs> and her, yeah that's so cool and uh what's the other one the the sister one sister act sister act yeah. there you go so, I'm, so I'm not sure i've seen yeah you haven't i don't think I so. probably had two or three of them all <laughs> oh really yeah it, it, it's it, a franchise it, it's yeah. a series yeah i know they get at least two sister act one and two so um yeah it's, it's a fun movie funny but you know once again you like what you like. Yep. And uh, before we get into Ghost, the, the new series itself. Um, but the movie, you say it's the most accurate. What are the things yeah. that you liked about I, the I'll get, I want to yeah. go back in there, but I want to get something out too okay. before yep. we get in. I should have opened the show it, except I was going to open the show it and change melody, and it wouldn't have worked in anyway. So it's stuck there. I've got to get rid of it. Yep. All right. Because 9 11 happened. Yes. 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen any of the the memorial stuff out there now, but I mean, some of the playback, some of the first of friends. I mean, there's some great stories. Absolutely. Fox amazing. Sports did a pretty good package yeah. right before the football games yesterday. Good three, four minute package. Amazing stories, you know, yeah. and, and uh, be honest, you know, the, the memorial in New York City, mm -hmm. I always thought it was just like a big hole in the ground with waterfalls coming down and a wall with like people's names on it. Right. Yeah. But uh, oddly enough, um, uh, my priest at mass took time and discussed it because he went to visit it. And, and he, he was quite taken back. You know, he's a, I forget his, I don't even know his last name, to be honest with you. Father Kevin. But, uh, you know, he's probably got a cop and a firefighter in the family. Yeah. <laughs> if he's Irish. So he's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> priest, a cop, and a firefighter. There you yeah. go. So anyways, uh, he, he went to it and, and, I guess you go all the way down, and then the bottom, they've got um, a room where they have all the pictures of, like, all of, oh. and, and memorabilia from from the, the firefighters and the police and everything, and they run. It's the constant run of the radio chatter. Oh. So you go in the room, and you hear all the radio chatter that's going on, and then at the very end, of course, it goes, Shh. Mm. you know, so... And the, in the bottom of this this huge pit they have, <laughs> I call it pit, but it's you know yeah. memorial. Right. Um, they have two crushed fire trucks. 
whole oh. trucks. So this is how big this place is. You know, I, I, I had no clue that I had no clue either. There was much going on. I guess there's quite a bit of stuff in there uh, that you can check out and see. But uh, yeah, he was, you know, he teared up at, at mass a couple times on it. But uh, yeah, be it, a little too tangible for me. So I guess I've changed my name to Lou. I see in this uh, oh, show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> hey, it's Lou and Lou. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. It's funny, actually. You can leave it. I don't care. People know who I am. If they don't, who else? <laughs> no, people start hitting me up for things. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. My, my buddy Bruce said Sister Actius. Uh, okay. Helping us out there. All right, cool. The whole, and there's a traveling 9 11 memorial thing yes. too. Yep. And the actual pieces and stuff, that seems a little too tangible for me. I don't know if I really want to. Actual pieces, you have, probably have them in your town. Yeah. We, we have it in Drake. We have a piece of the girder right in front of the fire department. Yeah. And they did, I mean, that's another great thing because the whole, what people forget, and, and there are probably 18 year olds that don't even remember this or didn't, don't even think about it. Uh, is that one of the key things that we said, never forget. It's, yeah. It was, you know, uh, as Jan's um, co-worker said, when it, when it happened with her boss, I believe it was, he says, uh, this is our generation's Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And it pretty much was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was a, a really sad time. And, and it's stunning that I, I, I tell the story all the time when my son was going through, I don't know, must have been fifth grade, fourth grade, something like that. It was December 7th. And as I'm getting him ready for school, I'm going through all of Pearl Harbor. And I'm telling him, I'm going, I'm telling you this because you won't hear anything about it today. Yeah. So I'm telling him the whole story. And I go pick him up after school. And there are girls out there with the stop idling your car signs, you know, save the, save the wheels, save the polar bears or whatever the hell going on. It's like, really? Nothing about Pearl Harbor yeah. about there. <laughs> and it's funny. like that you have high, how can you possibly have an 18-year-old who doesn't know it's, anything about 9-11? That's, that's uh, our school system. It really is. You, you could talk your way. Well, oh, they're the willing school to, system's a product of the society. How can the society let that Whatever. Happen? If you're a good teacher, you do what you do. Um, I don't care. If I was a teacher, I would bring that stuff. I mean, some teachers get fired for this. Yeah. But at least they're stayed to their principles and, um, you know, that to me that, I mean, it's, they really don't. They they just rather write rehis rewrite history than than talk about real history. Right. What really occurred. Um. Anyway. So. Well, everyone's questioning why we were in Afghanistan. Anyway, they're trying to pass it off as that. And you know why we were in. Oh, you know why we were in Afghanistan. This is why. Nine eleven. Yeah. That was shocking for the whole nation. Yeah. So anyway. Oh God! It's one of those days, right? You remember Every, it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Kennedy's. Kind of I didn't enough. believe it when she GN called yeah. me. Said that the, the plane crashed into the tower, and I says, "Oh, you know, I was thinking of Cessna or something that it crashed in." And then, it, and then I was there, and I saw the the, the second one going. It's like holy crap! And uh, you know, it's those those moments. I'm, I'm old enough to remember the Kennedy assassination. I'm old yeah, enough. I too. The I Reagan yeah. Reagan assassination yeah. attempt. Uh, uh, yeah, 9/11. <laughs> Don't forget Gerald Ford's. Yeah. Squeaky farm. Yeah, squeaky farm yeah. Yeah. Who's who's not released from jail, by the way? Sirhan Sirhan's up for parole, too. Yeah, the interesting. And I think did he get parole? I think I, I thought I, I already got per, cut parole. I, I I know that the the sons came out for him to to release him, but there was another relative that went against it. 
so I'm, I'm not sure the outcome, be honest with yeah. you, uh, on it. But any of our listeners know they can let us know what if they, Sirhan, 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 whatever. Sirhan, Sirhan. Yeah, it was released or not. Yeah. So, and, and the other thing, you know, we, we here in New England, we talk about uh, the Boston Marathon. Okay, yeah. and the two domestic terrorists, yeah. right? But to me, like, it's it's overwhelming if you said, oh, it was the most terrible thing. It's like, oh, the Boston Marathon, you know, and four people were killed, by the way, four. Yeah. Okay. What, 3,000 at the... Uh, yeah. And who can remember... Uh, oh, God, I can't just listen. <laughs> who can remember uh, the Kansas City federal court building bombing? Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yep. How many children got killed in that in the daycare? Domestic yep. terrorism. Yeah. Right? Christy, Christy, Mc, yeah, not Christy McVeigh. <laughs> no. It wasn't Fleetwood Mac. Tim McVeigh. Mac. Tim McVeigh? I see. You no, it wasn't Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, you know, those, why don't, you know, why don't we uh, remember that stuff? Yeah. You know, we'll we'll talk about anything. Well, we'll, you know, we'll talk about shootings in schools, right? We'll we'll talk about that all the time, and because kids get killed, and, yes. And, and, and well, we'll, that provides political campfire, right? Would yeah. But there's so many terror terrible things that 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 happen, and well, the Zaniavs did were, not even mention it anymore. You know what I mean? The Zaniavs, uh, McVeigh in Oklahoma, and the right. Zaniavs here in Boston were kind of one-off things. The 9-11 was really? the 9-11 was an attack, an organized attack by terrorists. I mean, the Zaniavs weren't they never made much of a connection. The Zaniavs just went off and did what they did because they idiots, a couple of idiots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And McVeigh was an idiot. But um, there wasn't I mean, 9-11 was different. That was that was plotted planned everything it was an outside organization attacking the united states they had a, on you attacking u.s citizens on u.s soil and god knows when 93 was going i mean chances are it's going to the white house so yeah or if, either the capital of the white house that's the, the, the capital of the white house so you would have had an attack on the world trade centers on the pentagon and on the capital of the white house there with the exception at that time they had already scrambled uh f-16s yeah, wouldn't have made it their, do you know what their mission was? To take down the plane. Do you know how? Shoot it down. No, how? Suicide. Oh, ram it? Oh, yeah, because they couldn't arm the planes quickly enough to get them in the air. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was a suicide mission. I was just mentioning this. It was a woman pilot, by the way. Yep. I uh, One of my best and favorite interviews that I've ever done was with Lieutenant Colonel Robert Darling. And he was um, he was a Marine One pilot for Clinton. And he was one of the coordinators for the traveling team for President Bush. And Bush was, of course, traveling. He was in Louisiana. Where was he? He was Florida. Florida. Yeah. He was traveling at the time. So he was in the White House helping to coordinate um, the transfer of, uh, you know, the limousine and all this stuff. He was and he ended up in the bunker with Cheney and Condoleezza Rice as the military liaison between them. And mm -hmm. he just tells a story and he wrote, wrote a book about it. And the interview was fascinating and revealing. And he, he was he was talking about the evacuation of the White House, where they were telling women, "Leave your heels, just run." Yeah, they Basically, did. it was like, "Get the you, hell out." You can see pictures of them. Yeah. not only the White House, but the Capitol building. You can see all the staff running out there, yep. running from the building. Yeah, 
because it was that quick, that fast. They, it took them a while to figure out what was going on, you know. And there was no hesitation or debate about taking down 93. 93 would have been taken down. It would have, yeah. absolutely, uh, to that poor woman's thing. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, uh, uh, Condoleezza Rice, you know what? I think she would have made a great president. I, I would she, vote yeah. for her in a second. Absolutely. You know, and, and you know, you can say what you want, you know. Uh, and you know why I think we're, that's we're a... racist because we don't support uh, I know. Harrison or, or you know somebody the proof like that. Of that is? Or Obama. She wouldn't run. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. the proof of that. That's right. She was reasonable. Yeah. She understood. Yeah. And uh, I certainly would. Uh, you know, she was black. She was a woman. I would, wouldn't even think twice because it didn't really matter to me. Condoleezza Rice is the person and not anything else. That's what I would be voting for. Yeah. And that's what I continue to vote for. Uh, I would never vote for Hillary Clinton because, she, and of course, I'm a, a male chauvinist because I wouldn't vote for her, which is, I wouldn't vote for Elizabeth Warren. And once again, I'm a male chauvinist because of it. And that's, yeah, that's she's what an they idiot, do. So. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with male or female. She's yeah, an idiot exactly. and a liar. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like uh, uh, Obama. I mean, you, everybody knows that I'm a Republican, so I mean, it's it's not a, a, a thing. Uh, I didn't vote for Obama, and because I because I didn't like him. But once again, I'm a racist because I didn't vote for him. Right? It's my, it's my fault. Yeah. But I, you know, I am Republican, but I'm a moderate Republican. I vote for uh, Gavin every year. Is he's a Democrat in Massachusetts? Um, I do support other. Dem I voted for Kennedy, of course. Oh, he's from Massachusetts. I, you Ted? know, no, oh. <laughs> hell no. Oh, JFK, JFK. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, you got to vote for the person and not their race, gender or party. It's what they stand for and what your opinion is that they will uh, provide for the government and for you and the government. Yep. So um, that being said, OK. I hey, I'm Massachusetts born and raised. I was raised in a union household during the Kennedy era. I was raised a Democrat. It's the only party I've ever been yeah. part of, but I, I, very few Democrats I vote for nowadays. Yeah. I voted for Clinton twice. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Well, who, they, who did the Republicans run against Clinton? Bush. Yeah. I mean, wasn't a big fan of Bush's. Bush Senior? Senior? Yeah. Senior was awesome. I'm well, okay. I mean, all right. Yeah, I I really liked him. I liked him better than the son. To be honest with you. Yeah. I, I um, the son gets a bad rap, but yeah, not that he was a great president, but no, he still was, he was a decent guy. He was a good. It's like yeah, you know, it's like uh, Jimmy Carter. I did not vote for Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. No, I didn't vote. For but that. Um, Jimmy Carter was a terrible president, but he is a very good guy. I mean, I have great respect for Jimmy Carter. Yep. But not as a president. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, you know, yep. there are certain people that, uh, you know, they just that's not a job for them. Bush. Um, George W. Bush mm -hmm. had his ups and downs as a president. He had some problems. He did some good things, but he was a good man. Yeah. And the, you still know, is vilifying. And by the way, they always portray him as an idiot. Well, you know, degrees from Harvard and Yale. What do you get? <laughs> hey just because i murdered a language doesn't mean i'm an idiot yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the man was not an idiot yeah, yeah. remember when especially they... by today's standards yeah that's for sure yeah anyways so let's uh circle around and, and i do apologize for going our route but 9-11 should be remembered of course and uh yep you know that's that's not only 9-11 but other tragic accidents like like the the oklahoma bombing should not be forgotten as well, well. Yeah. benghazi which was on the anniversary of 9-11 oh yeah 
and and the soldiers lost in, in Kabul just recently. Yeah. No. I mean, look how the country actually, actually has that, passed that over. Look how the country has passed that over. That is uh, Biden's Benghazi. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, except that they took more heat for Benghazi. But Clinton and Obama took more heat for Benghazi than yeah. than Biden will take for Kabul. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll see. His popularity is. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, the media is not ringing the bell. But by the same token, yes, I, people are reacting to it and are reacting to it strongly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, why do we give up all these lives? And Afghanistan just... says Vietnam. I mean. Oh, sure. I mean, right. Afghanistan is, is just a massive botch from from the beginning yeah well it wasn't i take that back no the withdrawal oh the, the withdrawal the, the decide to withdraw was so, just a massively poor decision poor, especially in the way it was done especially in the way it was done yeah and it yeah. only got worse from there yeah it got worse from there yeah um there, there was one, one more thing on 9 11 they, they did a uh, a program i think it was two hours on i forget what night it was on the, the cia which was really really interesting really they had, uh, it was two hours long. It was all about um, the CIA and um, the beginnings of the whole 9-11 thing. The very roots of it with, uh, what's his name, Dickhead? Uh, <laughs> bin Laden. Wonder, bin Laden, thank you, my mm -hmm. friend. Uh, yeah, right right from the beginning. And uh, so, yeah, it was really, because they interviewed everybody, past and present operatives from the, 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 the uh, um, the CIA, uh, the guy that was in head of charge of the waterboarding. Um, Interesting. He, yeah. Always. Where was it, that? It, 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 you would ask me. <laughs> I, it was on one of the major channels. It was two hours long. It was. It was a good movie. I mean, movie, documentary. Uh, you know, two hours better be good. <laughs> well, it, it covers it from the beginning. Yeah. You know, right, right through all the presidents. You know, right from the the very beginning of it, and and how Benghazi. And how that developed, and what happened in Afghanistan, and in this whole whole thing, and uh, you know, uh, one of the things we're, we're going on nine eleven, I know, but one of the things that that Bush did is right after nine eleven, and they they found out uh, there was a tie to uh, thing, uh, basic Iraq, yeah. no, to to no, forget Iraq, that was a mistake. <laughs> there was no tie. Uh, when they found out that uh, bin Laden was was behind it and what was going on in Afghanistan, he went to the CIA and basically gave them a declaration of war. Hmm. And they were they just like that. They had um, troops on the ground. They came over. The first operatives that came over, CIA came in with bags of money, bags of money, and they bought the local tribes local chieftains they started their thing and before it was was even done there was like six provinces that were already set up with military operations to work go against benghazi oh, fascinating oh it's, it's that show is great i mean yeah. you, you if you if you can uh check it out uh it's the cia's involvement in uh 9 so i i don't okay. even know the name of it i apologize for that little i i didn't even want to talk about it. i mean I'll didn't find plan it. It. But yeah. it was good it, I, I found it very interesting. So, anyways, back to ghosts. Uh, yes. Should we take a break and then go back into yeah. ghosts? Yeah, why don't we do that? And set the stage. Set the stage up again. All right, so you're listening to, uh, believe it or not, Ghost Chronicles and, and not the uh, political 
Chronicles. Uh, with Ron and Lou right here on Toji. Uh, no, right now on uh, where are we? No, we're going to be on Toji. Oh, yeah, Toji. You might be listening on Toji. Uh, the net. Um, I don't know where Facebook on Ghost Chronicles. Facebook and so forth. And apparently on Amazon. Amazon. And Audible and, and Apple Podcasts. Apple. Yeah. I guess everywhere. Yep. All right. We'll be back. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Everyone is cashing in on social media, and all marketing roads lead through social media. If you want to make a splash here in the Merrimack Valley, you need to tap in. This is where the new CEM podcast studios come in. Of course, you can spend your time, energy, and money learning how to wrangle technology to make a podcast instead of running your business. Or you can invest in telling everyone in the Merrimack Valley, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, the Seacoast, or everywhere in the world about your great business, product, service, or yourself. The CEM Podcast Studio is a local audio and video studio dedicated to the craft of podcasts. Their studios feature state-of-the-art recording and mixing equipment designed specifically to produce the best audio and video podcasts. Best of all, all you need to worry about is your show, your business, and your brand. We do the rest. Call 978-686-9966. That's 978-686-9966 to schedule a no-obligation tour of the CEM facilities and meet with a podcast specialist. Or go to cempodcast.com to find out more about podcasting services. cempodcast.com, your window to the world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with your host, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Cole. Remembering 9-11 today to start the show anyway. Yeah. But we're going back to the ghost movie now. Patrick's the anniversary of Patrick Swayze's death. Are we really? <laughs> that was the threat. Are we really? <laughs> because, unfortunately, me being me, <laughs> I see a squirrel. <laughs> oh, we're off. <laughs> It was the tagline that killed me. Which Haunt, haunted brothels that will scare the pants off you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. No, nope, you got to follow that. I'm sorry. Uh, do I really? Yes. <laughs> I wasn't. I, it was just the line that killed me. It's I, It's probably just a regular thing. I mean, it's. It, I was. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot me. Will you? <laughs> Anyways, it, it just lists basically a bunch of brothels around the you really want to hear about that are supposed to be haunted yeah of course you really do i don't know you're looking at the article is there anything useful in there probably not but i will do it anyways because lou you're my bud you're my mate (laughs) 
Anyways. Don't go all British on me. Yeah. Uh, ghost dwells in all sorts of geological, geographical uh, loc locales, and brothels are no exception. There are five cat houses. That's a little sexist. I think so. That have uh, tenants from beyond the grave. So cat houses. <laughs> Here we go. Another, yep. another squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> Where, where does that come from, cat house? And and why is it cat house? I mean, I there's a male and female cats. I don't get this after yeah, but cats are generally considered feminine and dogs are generally considered masculine. What did you come up with that crap? Uh, oh, dog owner. I should have known. Well, no, just generally speaking, that's generally it, right? Women have been referred to in feline ways in the past, haven't they? She's a cool kitty. I don't know. All right. <laughs> P. <laughs> well, I wasn't going there. But it is true. That is a word. So now, Lou, you've got me wondering. Yeah, just... I, I don't think the female, I I don't believe in that, I, that, that cats are considered female. I consider dogs female, to be honest with you. No, not necessarily considered female. It's just kind of more associated with women than men cats dogs are more associated with men than women i mean you're right you get purse dogs and stuff like that which are very feminine give me a break <laughs> so now you've done it <laughs> there's a brief history of cat houses oh god uh it may be that nobody owns a cat but scientists now say the popular pet has lived with the people for more than 12,000 years. See that? Nobody owns a cat. That's true. Any cat owner will tell you that. You don't own the cat. The cat owns you. You know, he allows oh, you yeah. to live with them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. On a number of uh, surprising, a number of websites uh, dedicated entirely to the wisdom about cats, one will find every cat owner knows nobody owns a cat. That's attributed to Ellen Perry Berkeley, by the way. The uh, phase domestic cat is an oxymoron. <laughs> I like that one. That's true. <laughs> it's like central intelligence. <laughs> a dog is a man's best friend. A cat is a cat's best friend. <laughs> I yeah, like that that's one. That's true. Yeah. And of course, there is uh, such a thing as domestic. There's no such thing as uh, domestic cats and cats and humans enjoying some reality and all that. So what does the word cat house come from? I don't, that's what I'm interested in. Uh, the first response I got was uh, 17th century slangsters did refer to prostitutes as cats, hence a cat house. Uh, okay. Uh, it has taken scientists a while uh, to piece together the riddle of just when and where cats were domesticated. We don't care about that. We want to no. know where cat house comes from. Uh Cat civilization pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advertisement. Advertisement. So I I got it from uh what'd you get? Hang on, I'm just going through here. They became demonized. Oh, that explains a lot. Uh cat house, call house, a sporting house for Cordello. All three terms appear to be euphemisms for a house of prostitution and marked as Americanisms by Robert Collins' French and English Dictionary in 1985. Cat house being the most common one, uh, as a, uh, 
it is stated here because such establishments would place a statue of a sitting cat in one of their windows facing outward when open for business and facing inward when they were closed. That was a question. Huh. Or is it on account of the now obsolete use of cat for prostitute, which according to OED was established as early as 1401 when the word appeared in Friar Dawes' reply, a poem in Middle English? Or is it possible to... Or is it in relation to cat as a possible oldest slang word for female genitalia? Uh, sort of analogous to, yeah, we'll, we'll call that. In addition to the term sporting house. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cat house, i.e. bordello, mm -hmm. <laughs> came because such a stubborn place, a statue of the cat. Now, this is interesting because, you know, the, the cats uh, go all the way they were uh, gods in um, in Egypt. Sure. Okay. So uh, maybe uh, it had something associated with that. Well, speak about cats, right? Do you know why there's so many ghost cats in the UK? I didn't know there was a ghost cat problem in the UK, but now I'm curious as to why. Tell me why. Man, are we going down another? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the theory is, this is a theory, that... Um, during the excava excavation of um, Egypt, um, they came across a tomb with uh, thousands of uh, mummified cats in it. Okay. Okay. So, you know, because cats were revered as, as gods, they were treated with respect so they could go on to the next life and so forth like that. So they mummified, actually mummified the cats. So the guy that founded the, uh, the tomb decided he could make some money in it. So he sold all the remains to farmers in the UK for their fertilizer for their fields. Get out. That's a true story. Really? And so uh, they believe that the the ghosts of the cats seen in the UK are the results of the Egyptian cats, mummies. Being used as fertilizer. Yes. There are all kinds of problems with that story. <laughs> Which is? There was no more efficient, less costly, better way to fertilize your fields than importing mummified cats from Egypt? Hey, this is good. Oh, were those like designer? These are good was that designer cats. No, yeah, you know, this is no bull. Yeah. <laughs> get it? Do you have a cat? That yeah, was a pun. I, I bull. Do you have a cat? Uh, not anymore. I had to put it down. Okay. Yeah. First thing in my life, I cried. I absolutely do. cried. I've never killed him. But how Egyptians like could revere them as gods is a little beyond me. Not me. They're pains in the ass. Yes, but they are because they are. They ignore you. Yes. Right? It's like you're a mere human. I don't have to listen to you. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a dog. Right. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that stupid animal. Yeah. <laughs> Paying attention to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, uh, anyway. So, so England is overrun with ghost cats? Is that well, they have ghost cats, and so oh, they yeah. think that's one of the sources from. Well, speaking about okay, here we go again. Another another rabbit hole. Uh, do you know up in Maine, uh, somewhere is, is buried a catch of uh um Egyptian mummy wrappings? Really? Yep. Why? How did they get in Maine? Well, what do you ask? How did the cat mummy get there? Somebody's looking for make a buck. What do you think? Selling Egyptian wrappings during uh, mummified wrappings. I, I think it's during the might have been the Civil War, but during one of the wars, uh, to produce 
um, some kind of product. I forget whether it's a parchment or whatever thing else. They needed material. It was a shortage of material. So they brought in this Egyptian wrappings to make this parchment oh, or whatever. From mummies, yeah. Okay. This, this All right, so I got a question for you. If we're, you have, we're, on which particular topic that we... Go, ghost cats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have a ghost cat... Yes. Do you, does the ghost come after the cat's first life? Second life? Or after its ninth life? Third life. <laughs> How many lives do they have to go through before they come, become ghosts? You ever see that cartoon? Which cartoon? There's a... There's a at, the, at the door, the cat's there, and... Uh, here's a knock on the door. He goes up to the door, opens the door, and uh, the uh, Grim Ripper's there. And the cat says, Oh, you again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking about cats, you're a baseball dude, right? Yes. Was it baseball or f- football? I think it was baseball. Did you see the cat that fell from the, the top balcony? Oh, I didn't see the video. I saw the story. That was football, right? That was. Was uh, it football? I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't see the the whole story. I just caught that on this morning on the news. Yeah. So a cat was like hanging from. I saw the headline. I saw a photo, but I didn't see. I didn't so, watch. The so video the cat right was now. hanging from like. The what do they call it? The next level of the deck. The, the deck. The, up the, a deck. The side of up the deck. deck. Yeah. Up a deck. And hanging on like this. Yeah, like cats do. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he fell uh, fell down, and the crowd rescued him, saved him. Did they catch him? Yeah. Not that I wouldn't want to catch him. No. Catch a fallen cat? No. I heard something like they caught him in a flag or something like that. I don't know. I didn't get to see the whole story. I was hoping you'd do it because you know all that crap. Oh, I saw the story, but. All right, damn. Another rabbit hole that we've gotten. So you think that they use the flag to catch him? Use the flag like like firefighters use that jumping thing? Exactly. (laughs) Save the cat. Well, it would be smart because you would not want to catch a a falling I would not cat. want to catch you. <laughs> no. no. Hey, maybe uh, if he had a hoodie. If if you like cats, by the way, and you want to see an interesting story on cats, go to Netflix, okay. and uh, I believe it's called "The Tiger in I, My Living Room," and it's a documentary on cats, and you can learn so much about them. It's really cool stuff. How they they there's can... more than they're a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. How Love can it. they how can they fall without getting hurt and all this neat stuff that's on it. Uh, you know, uh, if I was cats, you know, cats, like if cat owner, you have a cat and you, you get another cat, right? Because it needs company, everything. Well, cats alone, loners, they don't like the company. Yeah. <laughs> so you're actually mixing their unsocial stuff, stuff uh, back. I should show my Janet that because they've always had to have two cats. So, so it's like, you don't need two cats. Tell her to watch the, uh, tell her to watch the, uh, documentary. I think it's called the, the tiger it. in the living room or, yeah. or the lion in the living room. I think it's the tiger. Tiger in the room on Netflix. So, uh, it's a good, good one. Interesting. Once again. So we have really gone down the rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> I don't even know where we are anymore. Really have. Uh, so we talked about the Egyptian cats and let's see, let's, let's backtrack. We, we fertilize, uh, oh, mummy wrappings, fertilize, right. uh, England's cat ghost, problem. England cats, ghost problem, um, cat house, cat house. Yeah, there you go. You started the story of haunted bordellos and why they were called cat houses. See, right. we, we, un- we unwove it sort of or rewind and we found it and, and we've come up with. This is, unless you know another reason, feel free to, to let us know. Uh, a cat house, because they used to put a cat statue in the window? No. When it was... It's because 
Felines, where, felines where, are where, feminine. Where, where, where? Canines are masculine. That's what are just, you talking about? Just imagery. Just they're associated with. She said the guided tour explained the term cat house, a and came from the such establishment in the city would place a statue of a sitting cat in one of their windows. Yeah, but why a cat? Because they were revered, revered. <laughs> no. No. Yes. No. Yes. I think I think it's because a bunch of women are referred to as cats. Or what whatever you want. That's again, Occam's razor. Occam's razor. We can go to the Part of the female anatomy that's referred to in a feline manner. Why? Because it makes the most sense. Yeah, but that could have came from we don't know when, when the word. Let me see. Maybe chicken of the what egg. Are, what is the origin? Uh, what is the origin of the p word come from? I don't, <laughs> that I don't know. Where the hell does the word come from anyway? You really want to know? Well, I'm reading here. Oh, you're reading? You can read. I didn't know yeah, that. It seems know, like you're making read. me do all the work. No, I can read. I just don't want to read it on the air. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's, uh, oh, wow. Now we. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Uh, I found something interesting. Uh, cat by the 1690s is a diminutive of the word. Puss, also used for rabbits in 1715. The term of endearment for a girl or woman from the 1580s uh, used by, also used for effeminate men, which we, we are not making any judgments, yep. and applied childishly to any soft and furry thing. To play P was a World War II RAF slang to take advantage of a cloud, jumping from cloud to cloud uh, to shadow the potential uh, victim uh, to avoid being recognized. So that's what a word, that's the definition of the word P. What do you got? I have a great article that I can never possibly read on the air. Really? You want me to read it? <laughs> no, I don't want you to read it either. Um, Perhaps from the cat word on notion of soft, warm, furry things. Uh, compare French le chat, which is also has a double meaning of feline and genital. So the French word le chat is a word that means both things. It also became a term of this is where I think this is where I think we're getting into here. It also became a term of endearment for girls, women, and even effeminate men. Kitty. That's what I said. Yeah. Another synonym synonym for the lady part probably came from uh that as well interestingly warm and fur is not the only association between cats and women uh the word also has both positive and negative uh, connotations yeah there you go applied to a girl or woman from the 1600s originally in a negative sense implying unpleasant cat-like qualities Wow. Yeah, because yeah. cats were thought in, in Europe is evil, which is why oh, during really? the Black Plague they killed them all, even though the cats were killing them. the rats that would have saved, killed yeah. the fleas. But that's another story. Okay, I think we have to let this go. But I well, think no, it's no. called the cat house because I'm not done. cats are generally have a felines generally have I a feminine association. Okay, the slang for yeah, yeah. By 1879, it's probably older. Uh, from the Norse word 
puss or a pocket or pouch. Yeah. Uh, or perhaps instead, the cat word uh, is a notion of sauce. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go from that kind of thing. So, What's the name of the site? Because I think you had the same site I, I have. Uh, Edamol. E-T-Y-M-O-N-L-I-N-E. Yeah. Origins of words. Right, uh, just be careful. That's all I'm saying. And songs uh, such as Puss in the Corner in 1690 was attributed to Defrayfrey clearly play on the double sense of the world uh, for the Rebald effect. What's a Rebald? I don't know. R-I-B-A-L-D. Never heard of that word. I'm not going down that road either, by the way. But uh, okay, all right. So, anyways, that's Larry. We went off in another one. Um, what the hell are we now? <laughs> Back at the haunted cat houses. Oh yeah, haunted cat. Haunted bordellas. I I've got like eighteen things open up on my uh, thing. I got to go crockling back there. So, all right. Anyway. Uh, here we go. Got it. Find it. Okay. So, anyways, I we did talk about the Bodello, so we we just got to at least uh, mention them, right? Yes. Okay. So that's only fair. Let's turn the page on this conversation. Yes. Let's turn that page. Oh, by the way, do you know where the term the red light district comes from? I, I'm pretty sure I told you on this show before. Probably. Refresh my memory. It was during uh, the the 1800s, I believe. It was the uh, the signalmen on the railroad tracks would have a red light and in the town, they would go in and uh, visit the, the people in the town. <laughs> and when, when they did, they used to put the red light outside the, they were lantern outside the, the door. And when they went in, I was like, like a sock on the doorknob type of thing. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> First up, really, it's about the tamest thing we've been into so far in, in the last true. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. my, my mind started wandering again. So, yeah. Um, first up is the Bridgewater Theater in Tombstone, Arizona. Ooh. This old saloon is inhabited by the spirits of deceased rowdy patrons. Is Tombstone an actual town? Yes. Still operating? Yes. You okay. can go. You can go visit. They have the OK Corral and all that crap. Really? And they have shootouts and stuff be a great what place to live right tombstone arizona it's arizona i know who wants to live in arizona don't tell me oh it's not the humidity it's <laughs> you you can have arizona okay there's only one state in this well only one new england that's it mm -hmm. that's it best place to live in the world new england new england yeah talk to me in january i rather have it would you rather have Tombstone, Arizona, or yeah, it's greasy. By the way, they get snow in, in Arizona, just to let you know. Uh, they do get a lot of snow out there, that's true, and tremendous amount of heat. Oh, don't forget about that. I'm just talking about January hurricanes, fires. They have no hurricanes in Arizona, not in Arizona, but in okay. other parts of the country. Yes, tornadoes. I mean, we get our own, but everything we hear is much smaller, much tamer. No alligators, no scorpions, no, no rattlesnakes. Oh, we have rattlesnakes, but yeah, once again, yeah. They're an they were a rattlesnake island. Did you know that? Yes. Is it in the Quabbin? It's, it's in, in West, the Quabbin. It's in the Quabbin. Yeah. There's an island where they just dumped a bunch of snakes. It's 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 a, a sanctuary for rattlesnakes. It's a sanctuary for rattlesnakes. Can you believe that? No. 
It, have you ever heard a more Massachusetts thing in your life? <laughs> Take all the rattlesnakes and dump them on this island. Typical liberal thinking. I always like the, the bumper sticker, nuke the whales. <laughs> Remember that? Because anti-nuke, anti-whale. I mean, uh, save the whales, anti-nukes. So just put them together and it was nuke the whales. That so, was a big so thing. Some a poor guy who's fishing on the Quabbin. Has no idea. Has no idea about this island. And just stops because he has to stop. They, they got to have signs or something, don't they? They must have. Must have. Do you know there's an island in, off, I believe it's Chile. It's a lighthouse on it. It's a tension span theater, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We're we're right on focus. (laughs) There's an island off of Chile that's entirely inhabited by poisonous, and I mean wicked poisonous snakes, and it has a lighthouse on it. (laughs) I would like to be that lighthouse keeper. Uh, They didn't last long. Oh, man. But it really is. Was it for the same reason that people just dump snakes out there? No, they just took over the island. Are snakes like endangered enough that you would just take them and dump them on an island? I mean, if you have a snake that's a problem, you just eliminate the problem, don't you? Snakes are not endangered, are they? Not that I know of. And I'm sorry for all you animal activists out there. Well, well, you know what? There may be like, you know, that's our problem, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we, uh, We do have a lot of bleeding hearts. And, and not in a bad way, you know. I mean, I love animals as much as everyone. But the, the the part we forget about in nature, it's called natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> where, where things survive and other things don't survive. But we want to make everything survive. And that's not nature's way. It really right. isn't. You know, I mean, as much as you love animals, and trust me, I, I don't like to kill anything. No. Uh, anything at all. But... Uh, but the extremes to which, and here's our. Media. I mean, that's what we have: coyote and, and uh, bobcat problems now in in New Hampshire. I mean, in uh, New England, because we let them. You know, we we protected them. And I'm going to get in trouble with this. But oh, they don't. take seven miles of beach. Yep. Off of Plum Island. Oh, here we go. I every noticed. year for the piping plover. Lose. And they pet peeve. And they the piping mark clover. off the. The public side of the beach on the north side of the island, that's in the refuge, which, okay, it's a refuge, I guess, if you want. But, good Lord, the piping plover? Can't have enough piping clovers. I guess not. But it's just, it's just, it just taken to an absurd level. I don't want the piping plovers to die out, but, you know, really? Also, it. The I agree with you on that, by the way. Uh, I understand about sanctuary and everything else, but yeah, it's a balance. Once again, we forget about natural selection. Now you look at uh, the problems with uh, bear attacks, for instance, mm-hmm. even in, in our natural, in our, uh, what, what do you call them, national parks? But also uh, here in our uh, domestic dwellings, our houses, uh, we have, uh, you know, we just had the coyote attack, two little girls, two years old. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. It was Where? This, um, God, don't ask me. Locally? Or? Yeah, locally. Okay, yeah. Not like Drake it, but, you know, uh, by the way, Ogonos- not Arizona. Ogonoski was from Drake it, the pilot of yes. uh, one of the planes. Yep. Um, Interviewed his brother at one point. Yeah. The, um, so, uh, what the hell is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a girl was attached. But what, what has happened is, is, we, 
now try to be friends with all the wild animals. And it, it basically wild animals are not like they don't really don't like humans. <laughs> yeah. Be honest with you. And they were always afraid of them. But now we've become, you know, friends with them. We are inviting them into our environment. And that's doesn't yeah. mix because they are what they are, wild animals. You know, I mean, they they do what wild animals do. You yeah. know, I mean, you look at the lions and, and how majestics and, and, and all those other things. And yet they have to go out and kill, uh, you know, animals to eat and everything. I mean, that's what they do. I'm reminded of the story of the scorpion and the frog. Oh yeah, give it to us. That's a that's a Epilot's tale or some Epilot's fable or something. Is it? Is it? I is it? I don't know. Uh, scorpion wants to cross the river, and he talks a frog into taking him across the river. And the frog's worried because he's a scorpion, and he goes, "No, I just want to get across the river. Just take me across the river." And so the frog agrees, and the scorpion gets on the frog's back, and they're in the middle of the river, and the scorpion stings the frog. The frog dies, and the scorpion dies. But, is, but as they're dying, dying yeah. is why did you do that? Yes, I'm a scorpion. That's what I do. It's true. Yeah, that's and, na and nature we, of the beast. And we forget that, uh, yeah. unfortunately. I mean, I like I said, I love it. We have issues there. Their balances, like on Plum Island with coyotes, where there are there's a coyote population, and of course you don't want them in the yards and mm -hmm. around, and people don't want that. But you don't want to kill them off either, and you know, but you can't. You don't want to kill them off, but you have to kill them off. That's the problem, you know. The, you have to control it nature, to an extent, but exactly nature. And by the way, the coyotes become problems in areas now because of all the building, and you've just displaced them and, and stuff like that. But and, and the population has grown yeah. too far. And the population Na grows. natural selection, when what it does, it, it control it's population control. It's it very is. So that's it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's very simple. Nature knows that you can only support a, a ecosystem can only support so much. And so it makes a list of predators. You know, I mean, we look at we look at places like Australia and everything and how they effed up. And, and yeah. I remember when, you know, of course, I have a degree in environmental science. So uh, one of the things I had to study was uh, all this uh, nature. There was an island out in, uh, uh, what the heck was it? Out in the South Pacific where they had a problem with uh, rats. And then they, uh, they brought in, uh, I believe, cats or something. And then the cats started killing domestic animals, and so then they brought in another predator. So it was Swallow one of those spider to catch yeah. the fly. Yeah, and so they end up with all kinds of problems just because they. The perfect analogy here is the government messing with the free market. The ecology is a free market. Yeah, too. Right. So the yeah. forces will balance when humans stop messing with the free market. That's when things get out of hand. Yeah, and that's usually screws things. Up. Humans, are, you know, they they want to make money. And to be honest, though. So a low. lot of the times we're uh, having an adverse effect mm. on ecology. Like, for example, you're killing whales or, or something like that. A lot of times we go too far. Yeah. More often than not, we go too far the other way. We just. But you know. did you ever think that some of these are supposed to actually be. Is part of nature's plan to be extinct? Really? So we're part of nature's plan, killing off the whales of or we fishing out the banks? Are we? Are we? Are we? We're part of nature, believe it or not. We think well, we're superior. We can control nature. No, nature will tell you you can't control it. So <laughs> Trust you, me. The stance would be humans are a tool of evolution, or exactly. a tool of uh, an ecological tool. Exactly. Hmm. We are. We we're all part of this giant ecosystem, and that's the way it is. I mean, we. That's a plan-based theory, but there's a plan here. 
Well, there is a, the, the natural, just... natural order of the universe, right? I guess, but... We're not going to get the brothels, are we? No. No. <laughs> I guess, but there's a difference between thinking it's a plan and thinking that it's... In other words, things can get out of hand. Oh, absolutely. And humans from... If we're looking purely ecologically mm -hmm. at, at, at just life in general on this planet yep humans have gotten out of hand exactly and you know me but, i'm not necessarily i don't lean that way in all arguments but okay so but stick, it, stick with me a little whales more. are a great example St stick with me no 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 yep. stick with the humans yep stick with me a little bit more right yep so nature now realizes that this this uh species they have the humans are now out of hand right so it comes up with a virus to thin the herd yeah, back into a plan no keep going yeah. yep. keep going okay and it comes up with how changes in weather to thin the herd cut down the thing so it it does you know many many cultures believe that nature is a, a living organism otherwise this whole world is in a living organism mm -hmm. and if just like in our bodies if we have a virus that's something that attacks our body we have antibodies that attack it so now, by the way, this is not necessarily my own personal thoughts, but this is some of the theories that are out there. And but so, it, it it involves a consciousness and a plan that I don't believe exists. In other words, the environment well, is not well, responding uh, 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 to humans. You believe in a greater consciousness, don't you? I know you do. Yeah. Well, what makes you think greater consciousness? But now is... we're into definition of consciousness. I, exactly. What do you you know? If you look at if you look at Star Wars, the atmosphere did not look at humans. No, 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 no. If you look at Star Wars, you totally understand that the force is in the everything. Force is in everything. Yes, exactly. So that's what it is. Is greater consciousness is the force of our entire environment, and so it reacts accordingly. If it has a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Yeah. <laughs> see, you're taking the consciousness thing too far. I prefer to see it more as you like to draw a line. See, maybe I don't draw lines. I prefer to see it as Expanding this consciousness universe. is basically like electricity. Mm -hmm. Electricity goes into a light bulb, you get light. Electricity goes into a heater, you get heat. Electricity goes into an air conditioner, you get cold. And the electricity has no decision to say over it. It's just powering it. That's all it's doing. The, the electricity isn't seeing, saying, oh, I'll make heat today. No, no, those are those are laws of the universe. That has nothing to do with with living organism. Electricity is no, not a living organism. That's the way I see what we're talking about as consciousness. You're seeing it as a thinking organism that makes a plan in response to something else. It's a no, 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 no. Now you 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 gave it intelligence. I never gave it intelligence. Of course. Well, I gave it reactionary. It reacts to something. That's what I've given it. So it's a reaction. So, for instance. If uh, I don't believe the atmosphere is a re is a response to humans, I don't believe I don't believe the virus is a response to humans. I think it, we it just happens. Sure. Okay. I'll give you that. If that's what you believe. That's fine. I'm not so who, th who thought up uh, humans are getting out of hand? Let's create this virus. Who who thought that up? Where did that come from? It came through the greater consciousness through the. Whatever it is, this living, I mean, look, look at, what do you think we have plagues all the time for? Why do we have the black plagues in the black ages, or dark ages, whatever they were, black, dark, age, dark ages. That's just ecology. That's just. What? 
That's just a somebody had to turn organism. somebody had to turn the switch on. You told according to your plan, turn the switch on, make the electricity go. No, there is no plan. It, it was a virus that mutated. Wait, where did the virus come from? Why did it mutate? You don't. You can't answer those. You can't answer those because there isn't an answer to them. It didn't mutate for a reason. It just mut it mutated it, for a survival reason. Is why, why reactionary, reactionary. So the earth, the environment, everything survives, wants to survive, and we've run out of time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> go ahead because this is getting really. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we we were going to talk about ghosts, but it never happened. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, Patrick Swayze, uh, we miss you. <laughs> remember 9-11. Remember 9-11. Remember, remember Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And remember, tune in uh, the first Wednesday of every month uh, to Affection Connection right here. Every Wednesday at 1130. Right. Every first Wednesday of the month. First Wednesday of the month. Yep. So thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, uh, by the way, you can find it on Amazon Music. You can find it on Audible. Wow, Affection Connection. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And all the other outlets, right? I'll have to put the links up so you yep. can actually see it. So, well, thanks everyone for listening and uh, stay safe. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.